to the SoCo Show. We're here for episode 11. My name is Cody Michael. I'm joined as always by Seth Ott. Hey! And uh, it's, been a, it's been a little while. It's been about 10 days since we recorded. Yeah. Because we had the weird week last week. Yeah. Uh, but we're back and we got a lot, a lot to talk about. No, I'm done. I'm leaving. That's it? Okay. Yeah. Short podcast today. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> you, you say that welcome back, but you're assuming that, what, if, what about the people who are joining for the first time. Oh, well, uh, yeah. a, a very special welcome to those who are joining for the first time. Um, I apologize in advance for any in-jokes that you might not be privy to, um, and I would encourage you to listen to previous episodes to have them explained. <laughs> it's a, a crazy week for us, specifically. Um, a really good friend of ours uh, named Mike is getting yeah. married this weekend. Really good. A casual acquaintance. <laughs> Uh, named Mike is getting married this weekend. We're both going to be a part of that wedding, so we're really looking forward to that. Drinking some free beer. A lot of beer paid for by our good buddy. Uh, really looking forward to getting his money's worth <laughs> out of those. Um, yeah, weird. Because on the on the flip side, a, a weird week. Our, our roommate Matt, who's part of the National Guard, he's shipping out, uh, going on a deployment for a year. So we wanted to give him a special shout out and uh, thank him for for what he does. Uh, protecting all of us. So, um, again, thank, thanks to Matt, and uh, we look forward to Mike's wedding. Weird emotional week. Yeah. And uh, definitely packed with news. And so, other, a lot to talk about. Actually, in other news, too, um, something that's really crazy, You're we also are going to make a friend that has more than four letters in their name. So, Are we? No. I'm just saying that everyone we know has four letters in their name. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I exclusively make friends with single-syllable four-named or four-letter-named people. Mm-hmm. So, like, all four of my friends are yeah. four letters. Matt, Mike, Brett, Joe. I mean, come on. I don't know any Joes. <laughs> I wouldn't know Joe. There's three. There, there's two E's in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Joe. 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 All right. I like Joe. <laughs> Holy cow. We're off the rails. Let's get to the news. Sports. The crazy thing uh, from the weekend is in sports. Um, and don't worry, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but obviously the big news around the NFL, uh, a lot of players protesting, taking the knee during the national anthem. Uh, everybody heard what Trump said over the weekend. Um, pretty crazy stuff and, uh, interesting. I thought, uh, nice to see a lot of the players, um, kind of unite for a single cause, regardless of whether or not you think that they're in the right. Um, I thought it was cool that they showed the kind of solidarity Mm -hmm. that they did. Um, I, I kind of wonder though, if that was a distraction this weekend, because football was weird. (laughs) A lot of the really good teams that you've expected to win, uh, sucked Mm -hmm. and lost to crappy teams. Um, and a lot of the teams that you expected to see suck beat the pants off of good teams. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Do you think, do you think it had to do with the protest? Do you think it's just a weird week? I think it's just a weird week. I mean, it happens in football. I mean, not that, not on that occasion, you know, like that big of a scale, but, uh, I mean, Case Keenum beat the pants off the Buccaneers. That was pretty sweet. That was a pretty uh, welcome surprise. Yeah, um, I know for uh, for the L.A. Rams, they won a slobber knocker on Thursday night <laughs> yeah, against they... San Francisco, forty-one to thirty-nine. Who thought that game was going to be yeah. that high scoring? Save me, San Francisco. Yeah, no kidding. A weird week. Yeah, so usually we do pretty good at the pick 'em. Mm-hmm. We always pick the games every week. I think out of the sixteen games, I only got four games right. Did you get? Would you get five or six? Eight. You got eight. Yeah. So even you know, I did way worse, but yeah. I've never done that bad. Yeah. You know, and um, I was talking to a friend of ours, Kirk, today, and he mentioned that Vegas apparently made just a killing this week. Really? Yeah, they did way better than they ever do because the games went the opposite way that mm-hmm. everyone was betting on. So of course, he would know that. I guess that's interesting. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Kirk for you. <laughs> All right, let's skip over to video games, and the the one thing we'll talk about is video games slash movie news. Yeah. Uh, they're going to take another shot at a video game movie, uh, and one that I think we're pretty excited about. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, I know you're a fan of the latest one. You've had the new the new couple games mm-hmm. with the reboot. You played them too. Yeah. What do you think of them? Do you think it's going to make a good movie? I, I think it'll make a good movie. Yeah, as, as long as they don't stick too much to the, the, the sci-fi element, the fantasy element, which... The games, the newer games, haven't done as much of. There's been, it's kind of like Uncharted, like where it's you know the last, you know the 
hour, hour and a half, two hours, we'll have that in there. Um, but it's mostly like an adventure, you know, gritty action shooting, you know, hand to hand fighting, stuff like that. I think if they can do that, translate it to the movie and either not have the mystical stuff in it all or very little of it, mm-hmm. I think it can make for a good movie. I think so. I, I really like the actress Alicia Vikander. She uh, she just won an Oscar a couple years back for Ex Machina. Oh, really? Yeah, so she's really good. Um, it's going to be cool. A lot of the visuals and the quick action shots that they showed in the trailer looked like they're straight out of the game. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that game, too. So, I, you know, I really hope it's good. Yeah. I, I can't say I have a lot of faith in it because we've <laughs> had time and time again we've been getting excited for these video game movies mm-hmm. and it's failed, so... Here's hoping that it's the first good one. Um, I, I don't know. The first good one, like, I mean, I, I know you love Ratchet and Clank, so. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I'd rather, I would rather, I would rather watch a person watch paint dry, <laughs> is what I would rather watch. Than you know what's funny, though, is you were super excited for that movie. I really was. And then we even, like, we left the theater, and you were like, eh. you kind of, like, you were playing it off, like, yeah, you know, I still love Ratchet and Clank. And then now it's completely like... No, yeah. That was dog shit. That's a crap movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason I was so ho-hum about it the first time I saw it was like, I think I slept through part of it. <laughs> and I must have had a nice dream. And I was just remembering that. <laughs> In your dream, you were enjoying Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that's that's a dream I have often. Oh, man. And that's what stinks. is like you're, you become such a big fan of these games and then they just kind of crap on it mm-hmm. with the movie. And I really hope that doesn't happen to Tomb Raider. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'll definitely go. I'm sure we'll go see it when yeah. it comes out. But... Uh, yeah, we see everything. We'll see. So. Yeah. <laughs> Movies. Speaking of seeing everything, uh, let's skip over to movie news. I got a piece of news I want to start off with. Oh, okay, yeah. So this is another. This is we did this last week. I, I don't know what it is Seth is bringing to the table right now. Okay. I'm hearing this for the first time. So tell me what you got. <laughs> I always want your reaction. Um, so I told you this Creed two, the the sequel to Creed. <laughs> Is in the works. It's the you know the the movie about Apollo Creed's son. Um, what's his name? Adonis. Adonis Creed. Adonis. Yeah. Um, first movie was awesome. Very good. Incredible. So, Sly Stallone himself is writing this one, okay. Creed Two, and the premise here is that. Okay, hold on. See if if you can just pull this out. Actually, I, so if you think of one iconic Apollo Creed moment from think you just think of all the movies he was in. What is, like, one of the most, like, iconic moments for him? And just overall, the overall arc of his story. Um, when he's, uh, when he's dancing to James Brown. It's in that same Rocky movie. Four. Same movie. So him dying? Him dying. Kill- oh my god. <laughs> is he gonna fight Ivan Drago's son? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! What the hell?! <laughs> Why? Because it's awesome. Why is this? Oh, my God. You know what? I was already... I complain when, like, everyone thinks Rey is Luke's daughter in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. Not everyone has to be everyone else's daughter or son for it to be a compelling sequel. Well, apparently, Sly Stallone doesn't fucking think so. Jeez. I'm so excited. You know, I should have known. I really should have known. I hadn't even considered that. Oh, uh, isn't that great? <laughs> It, it, honestly, though, it's following the same. Is Rock- it just going to be a perfect rehash of? No, he's gonna he's Rocky gonna de- he's gonna defeat Ivan Drago. This time, he's gonna get his revenge. Maybe he's gonna die, and then no. Rocky's grandson is gonna come in and beat. <laughs> well, Mi- <laughs> Milo Munamunima. Yeah. Um. He's 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 Rocky's son in Rocky Balboa. Yeah. He could come out and do it. He's maybe a little busy right now though. With yeah. This is us. he's all jacked up in that show. He could come out there and whoop some ass. Yeah. Um. Wow. That's dumb. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll see it because the first one was really awesome. <laughs> you killed my dad. Do you think he's gonna like do that? Well, and plus Dolph Lundgren's definitely gonna be in it. That's yeah. awesome. So. Oh God. Who do you think? Like, who would you cast as as young Drago? Mm. Drago Malfoy. Who would you, <laughs> is that who you cast? Tom Felton. Tom Felton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could totally pull off a good yeah. boxer. I'm sure. No. Maybe. Braun Strowman. Maybe the guy. Um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of good Russian actors. Rusev. <laughs> yeah, they'll get Rusev. <laughs> yeah, he looks a lot like Drago. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that that is... Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things that kills me because it's like... There was a pitch meeting, right? No, this for is... For the plot of this movie. No, there was no meeting. It was Sly Stallone in his senile state being like, 
Hey, yo. <laughs> yo, be a good movie. I'm a Drago's son against Adonis. You know? But he, 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 he had to have gone into... That's pretty good, Estelone. <laughs> um, he had to have gone into a room full of movie executives and pitched and said, This is the movie I want to make, you know? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, let's make that... Like, a bunch of people had to say, yep, let's make that movie. And this is one of those decisions that just complete. He could be fighting anybody. Mm-hmm. Invent a new character. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I liked about the original Rocky series was all of the opponents that he fought were really different and kind of eccentric and mm-hmm. cool and, and weird, mm-hmm. you know? Even uh, even Tommy Gunn, everyone hates Rocky Five, but yeah. even Tommy Gunn was a cool character. Yeah. Uh, and now they're just gonna rehash. They're gonna do the same. I must break you. Mm-hmm. Bet you a million fucking dollars that he says that to him. I'll freak out. It'll be great. Or, you know what? I'll be I, happy. You know what? I bet's gonna happen. And they think they're really smart. Mm-hmm. Bet you. I would bet you twenty dollars right now. I'm reaching across the table to shake your hand for twenty dollars. <laughs> Adonis will say it to Drago. Probably. He'll say, "I'm gonna break you." Yeah. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. And then uh, Ivan Drago's son. We'll say, good luck. <laughs> it'll be on the phone, and then it'll yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I've mixed emotions now about that movie because <laughs> I really, really liked Creed. Yeah, Creed is awesome. Really did. It yeah. was really good. Oh, uh, where, where he where he's knocked out on the ground, all of a sudden he hears like the Rocky music, and his hair <laughs> gets up. Oh, I almost cried. Yeah. <laughs> that whole the way they shot the fights, uh-huh. um, really tight in mm-hmm. on the ring, and it's like a single shot. You feel every bit of that. Yeah. And we saw it in the theater. I need to watch it again because yeah. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. Because, yeah. yeah, that scene where he's... Now, picture that with Ivan Drago's son. Oh, God. I'm in. And then instead of, like, you know, they can do the whole, like, coming to America, dancing and doing all that. But instead, they have Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno James Mars, Brown. James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sold on this If they movie. get Bruno Mars for it, I'll go see. I'm going to see it. I know it's going to be terrible, but I'm so sold on it because... The first Rocky was great. Second one was fine, and then Creed. That those are the only ones that have been like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them are like cheesy, garbage, fun fighting movies. I'm totally in for that. <laughs> I'm so in for that. You think they're gonna steer for the camp or like make an effort to? Maybe they'll make it serious. Have I don't to be know. gritty. I mean, one. Sly wrote the first Rocky, so I mean, maybe he's still got a little bit of memory left in there after being hit in the head a billion times. But <sighs> I hope so. I, who knows? Maybe they'll surprise me. I, Typically, it's people smarter than me making movies, so yeah. maybe, maybe they'll do Maybe it. they switch it and go Drago instead. Maybe it's a Drago movie. And he's got to come He's in. fighting for redemption. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Or do, you, do you think when he gets in the ring, he's going to go, my name is Adonis Johnson. Your father killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> Probably I think not. the next one will be a Clubber Lang movie. Clubber Lang's son, mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mr. T could probably pull off another fight. Yeah, he's probably still pretty chucked. But he's not going to fight a guy 25 years younger than him, probably. You never know. And he's probably got like a million kids. That's what would be sweet. Is a third one is like a whole rehash, except it's like a kung fu type movie. Yeah. And he's going to fight all 20 of yeah. of Clubber Lang's kids. Do you think he has like... The Clubber gang? Do you think that? Do you think like Mr. T's kids, the next one's like Mr. U, Mr. V, Mr. W? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> This is another where I wish it was a video game or a video <laughs> podcast because I'm just doing the most capital SMH right now. <laughs> we got to move on. We got to right. move on. Um, want to talk just real quickly about a, a little movie I watched uh, on Netflix over the past weekend called Little Evil. Uh, it's a Netflix original. About JTE. It's got yeah, <laughs> it's got uh, Adam Scott, and it's um, it's kind of a it's kind of a uh, satire type reboot of the omen Hmm. and so there's like the damien character who's the child antichrist who like gets people to kill themselves and stuff Hmm. and adam scott if he marries a woman and that's her son so he's now the stepfather to what he believes to be the antichrist okay and what i what i like about this movie and i won't i won't spoil anything but what i like about this movie is the times when something happens that would be really scary in a horror movie, mm-hmm. but they make it really funny in mm-hmm. this. So, like, he'll round the corner and the kid will be standing there scaring at him. And Adam Scott will just go like, oh, fuck! <laughs> and it's, it's and they'll even put in, like, the dun-dun noise that mm-hmm. you're supposed to be scared of. Um, and so I thought that stuff was really funny. Um, I thought it was a little... It got a little dumb in a lot of places. Okay. And so it's kind of one of those movies, you know, if you drink 10 beers and you're looking for a way to waste 90 minutes late at night. Um, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. But, 
and throw this on, you'll you'll have some laughs. I, I can tell you that. There's some funny parts, but it's really silly. Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting cast is pretty okay. Um, there's there's quite a few people that um, I can't name, but you'd recognize them if you saw them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a nice little movie. It's fine. Um, I'm not gonna recommend you go rush out and see it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're looking for just a nice kind of uh, kind of uh, tight 90 minute comedy, <laughs> or apparently uh, maybe check movie, this one out on Netflix. Or apparently, a movie to watch when you're fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> ten beers. <laughs> well, you don't. Not ten beers. If you're gonna drink like three or if four you had ten beers, you'd be dead. If you're just, ha- I would. Yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna hang out and you just want to throw on a silly movie uh-huh. and uh you're saying like 10 beers collectively between everybody yeah between like a few buddies oh, okay. or if you're like want to netflix and chill okay and you're looking for a movie that you really don't have to pay attention to because mm-hmm. you want to you know get funky <laughs> then uh maybe throw that one on yeah. you can watch the first little bit and laugh and then you know get to making moves just not on my fucking couch so <laughs> All right, hey, we have a ton of TV to talk about. It's TV today. season. TV season. Got a few reviews we're going to talk about. A couple shows we're excited about coming back. A little bit of news. Um, and, of course, we have to talk to Emmys. Because yep. we didn't get that in last week. Tell you what, I got some TV news. All right, hit me with it. All right, TV news for me, I'm very excited about. And I'm glad I got this news early. But uh, BoJack. BoJack Horseman renewed for season five. So season four is the one that just came out, yeah, and they're getting another one? Yeah, it came out and on Friday, and they announced the season five on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did it quick. Um, season's really good. I mean, again, it's, it's probably the most depressing season. <laughs> they have. They, I mean, they cover topics like uh, like you know father-son relationship, or father-daughter relationships, um, like mother, like his mom's going senile, mm. like she doesn't recognize him and stuff, um, drug addiction, uh, sexuality, um, they, they, they take some shots at Trump, just like you'd assume. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, overall, it is, is a good season. It's, God, it's, it gets dark. <laughs> they, and they even make, self, like, self-referential things towards it. So I won't do, I'll do a full corner, TV corner, when, when I finish that. But, um, yeah, season five, I'm pumped. Good so. deal. We're looking forward to that. Hey, if an anthropomorphized horse have nev- has never made you cry, uh, check out Jack Horseman. <laughs> it won't make you cry. It'll just make you feel really bad about yourself. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of the, another TV news this week. I think this week SNL comes back. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. For SNL, I thought last season was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, they've announced the first couple hosts, right? Yep. First three hosts are uh, Ryan Gosling this week, Gal Gadot. Excited to look at her. <laughs> she can get it. <laughs> and then uh, she's. I, I bet she'll be funny too, though. Um, and then Kumail. I can't pronounce his last name. From the Big Sick. Yeah, big yeah. sick, big sick guy. Um, which I'm really excited for him because he's hilarious. He's really funny. He's hilarious in the big sick. Um, one of my one of my favorite, probably top five movie this year for me. Um, I'm excited to see him. And uh, I am a big fan of when stand up comics are mm-hmm. on there because they can really roll with the live mm-hmm. of it, and uh, the monologues are usually mm-hmm. good because they can just do stand up for five minutes. They yeah. don't have to sing a stupid song or bring out everybody or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Gosling is, is going to be a great season yeah. premiere. I think Jay-Z is with musical guest yeah, on one of these Yeah, they have some pretty big weeks. one, yeah. I think so, it might even be the first one. I'm really looking forward to this season. I'm sure that uh, Alec Baldwin is going to make a lot of money this yeah. season doing Donald Trump again. I'll, we'll come back to him on the Emmys because he was pretty good on the Emmys. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah SNL, we love watching it. Uh, try to catch every... I think we watch every episode yeah. last. We'll have to do an SNL review each week. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. All right, other stuff coming back. I know you got a couple shows uh, that just started mm-hmm. and that uh, are about to start. Mm-hmm. What do you? Uh, what have you seen start? We'll start with that. What, what's what's what have you seen the first couple episodes of that you're excited about? The only one that I mean, I guess, Fear the Walking Dead came back. They've had four episodes now. It's been fine. Um, really, the, the it's starting stuff that's coming back this next week. Um, this is us is tonight on a recording. That the night with the recording as well as um, Brooklyn Nine Nine's back tonight. Um, this, I think we got Goldberg's is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of like the sitcoms type stuff's coming back. Um, the one that I watched though, that was super amazing was Gotham. <laughs> got, Gotham came back last Thursday. So just one episode so far. One episode so far. I saw a commercial for Gotham and, uh, yeah, forget Canon. Yeah. They're just going for it, right? He's straight up Batman. Yeah. Like he's Batman in training. Um, 
So from from the beginning of the 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 season, the first shot of the season, they get through like the, you know what happened last season. First shot, he's Bruce Wayne standing up on a building, you know, just like Batman does. He's got a trench coat on. He's he doesn't have like a mask yet. He uses like a ski mask, uh, but he sees some he sees a woman um, getting beat up. I think I don't know if it's a woman or not. I can't remember. Anyway, I was too intrigued. Um, there is there is like three thugs in the in an alleyway beating up someone. He comes down there, whoops them all, takes them all out. Um, and then helps that person get up or whatever. Um, he then takes off his mask and he's like looking at a, a piece of a slip of paper. Um, which so the the storyline that it's that's going on this season uh, so far is that Penguin. So the end of last season, the city of Gotham was like in ruins basically. The crime was everywhere. So Penguin has taken all that crime and and um, organized it. Like now it's like that you have to have an official card to do crime whether it be you know rob kill whatever so penguin's running the city basically and he's saying that you know i stopped crime it's been down 85 percent blah 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 um so um like now bruce wayne is basically like he's i mean he's mini batman in that he still has like faults so like he interrogates penguin at one point in the in the show and he's you know doing a good job doing a good job and all of a sudden he slips and and Alfred's there with him, and he's and he's like, oh, you know, hold on, Master Wayne, or whatever he says. So he's kind of stopping him, and, and he's teaching him the ropes and all that. Um, when he's Batman, like he, if you, if I fast forward to the end of the episode here, he, I want to say Batman because he's not Batman yet, but he's like on top of a roof, looking at some crime happening in a room, and the glass, he's leaning on some glass, and it starts breaking, and he falls through, and that's where the episode ends. So he's still not like perfect Batman yet. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the other stuff he does is awesome. So, like, when he is interrogating Penguin, he's doing an awesome job otherwise. Um, he even does, you know, he's, de- he's being a detective, you know, figuring things out. He also even does, like, you know in Batman where, like, he Batman enters a, a room or something and the lights flicker. Mm-hmm. And they go out and they come back on and he's kind of there. They do that. And, ah. yeah, it's really cool. Um, so there's just so many little things of, of Batman. It's it's incredible. Um, even, like, Alfred, you know how, in the, like, in the, in the movie... Um, Alfred will tell Bruce like there's a time for Batman and there's a time for Bruce Wayne. He even says that. Ah! He says there's a time for the mask and a time for Bruce Wayne. I was like, this is this is incredible. I'm so pumped. This is this full on Batman. It's so great. Um, even Catwoman. So Selena Kyle, she's not officially Catwoman yet. She has a whip now though. She so she's whipping whipping dudes. There's a scene where she's like kind of walking down a, an alleyway too, and there's like five or six dudes, and and they all surround her, and then and they're like what are you doing little girl and she's like just you guys should just go you know this will be a mistake and they're like ha ha real funny and then she pulls out that whip and like flips a guy around in the air and starts kicking people and like climbing on them and scr- you know scratching them and stuff she's full on Catwoman, and then she so she's done whooping all these all them people one guy almost gets her like with a gun and then her mentor from she, she she's not really a character from the comics she was from like season season or two ago there's a guy named theo gallivan who is who is the main bad? It's her sister, and she's teaching her to be Catwoman. Okay. So it's it's awesome. There's so many Batman things. Penguin is being Penguin. Um, what I'm excited for too is Solomon Grundy will be in the season at some point. Um, that's super deep Batman, which I'm super super excited about. Just so many cool things. I love this show so much. This is I was gonna be... I was screaming during this episode, <laughs> like yes, this is Batman. Oh my god, I'm glad I was gone for that, so I didn't hear yeah. it. But um, no, I'm I'm bummed now because. I watched the first couple episodes of Gotham and I was like, I don't think this is for me. And mm-hmm. I stopped. And now I feel like I need to catch it's back Batman. up with it. Cause you've been talking about how great it is all of last season. Mm-hmm. And now this sounds, it's full Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, two other things. Um, one scarecrow. It seems like he's going to be like a, a, at least a big part of the season. And he's like, again, full scarecrow. So scarecrows, scarecrow was in one of the other seasons. He died, but his son was also helping him, helping him. So his son is the actual scarecrow. Um, and he has the full scarecrow get up with the mask and like he sprays the stuff in people's faces and all that. He's played by um, one of the kids from Ozark. Oh, which cool. was I was like, oh, that's him. Um, and then also another weird acting or actor kind of like tangent. Um, Steve Buscemi's brother is in this. Michael Buscemi. Huh. Um, he was kind of what I thought was going to be scarecrow because he stole the scarecrow drugs in this episode and was using it to, to rob a bank and then he got caught by the police 
And then that's when, at the end of the episode, you saw that the, the kid was actually going to be Scarecrow. Mm. So that was pretty cool. So since he's Scarecrow's son, mm-hmm. will Adonis Creed fight him <laughs> in Creed 3? Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I'm so excited for this season. Um, first season was great. Action is, is awesome. It's by far the, the best superhero show on TV. Like, there's not even close. Not even close right now. Doesn't surprise me because I've, I've not been a fan of the others, but I know you watch them all. Yeah. So that carries a lot of weight when you say something yeah. like that. Um, so check out Gotham out there if you haven't yet. I really want to try to work this in. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll be able to. We'll see. Yeah. I'd love to, to catch up. I, now I know what happens, but um, even so, yeah. might be cool to check out. Seth, the people just won't stop. Okay. Stop it. They, it's, it's more and more and more every week we're hearing. Just give us more Seth's TV you, corner. No, I quit. I want more. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you people, relax. We're going to give you a TV corner. But before that, how about a little bit of uh, Cody's TV corner, huh? No, you can't see, see the same Does that name. ring a bell to you? No, it's like Cody's TV closet. No, I don't want to be in the closet again. <laughs> <laughs> I was never in the closet. I yeah. just, I feel like that's important for everyone. I'm not gay either. I, I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> no, keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> I'm going to review a TV show now. <laughs> And not title my segment, because uh, that didn't go well at all. (laughs) Um, I watched a a little Netflix original series called American Vandal last week. And I was really excited for this because I saw the trailer last month. And uh, first of all, I'm not going to do any spoilers for American Vandal. um, But I do want to talk about it. Pussy. (laughs) Let me tell you this. If you don't know the premise of American Vandal, it's a um, it's like a true crime documentary. So similar like Serial or Making a Murderer is. But uh, the crime that's the true crime in this show is that it's set at a high school and someone in this high school has snuck into the teacher's parking lot and taken a can of spray paint and spray painted penises. <laughs> Peni, if you will. Peni. Several <laughs> peni. 27 peni. Oh, wow. On 27 cars in this parking lot. Oh, wow. And no one knows who it is. But everyone thinks they know who it is. It's this stoner kid. He's kind of the main character. He's the subject of the documentary. It's this one stoner kid who's always being an ass to everybody and pulling pranks and stuff. And everyone thinks it's him. So they expel him from school. And the movie picks up after that when this really nerdy AV kid... Um, decides that he doesn't think that the stoner guy is guilty. He thinks he didn't do it. So he sets out to make a documentary to prove his innocence and find out who really did do it. And hilarity ensues. Because (laughs) the show, the entire way, takes itself completely seriously. Mm -hmm. And it's got like all of the classic true crime, like they'll do a cut, cut to a guy who's like putting a string up on a board connecting like who he thinks might have been where at what time Mm -hmm. it's got footage like security camera footage that they're like zooming in on and trying to like pick out little details it's got a bunch of different suspects um it's got like that thing that they always do in true crime where it'll be in regular color and then it'll like do a pause and a noise and it'll like invert the colors and look all (laughs) weird to show that like someone might be bad or something might be going on but what's hilarious about this it takes itself completely seriously but they'll be like it was at this point that we knew it wasn't him that drew the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time they say something like that, you, you're you reminded that it's a comedy and yeah. it's hilarious. But I'll tell you this. At the center of all this is actually a really good whodunit mystery. Really? Because there's a lot of times when it's like, there's the main character, right? Mm-hmm. And you go in and you're like, it's not him. And they're like, okay, it's not him. Let's prove him innocent. And But then there's some times at the, in the thing where they're like, well, did he do it? Uh-huh. Do we need to consider him as a suspect? There's a time when the the documentary maker mm-hmm. is a suspect. Um, there's several teachers who are involved in this big conspiracy, uh-huh. and it just keeps unraveling, and it really keeps you guessing. Yeah. Um, but it's also really fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, just the things that they say. Like, he drew the dicks. You know, they keep saying, yeah. did you do the dicks? And... It, and there'll be like another scene where um, there's a character who is a witness to the crime mm-hmm. and he claims to have seen the subject of the documentary do it. Mm-hmm. 
and Dude. they try to show that he's an unreliable witness mm -hmm. because he allegedly lied about getting a hand job from a girl <laughs> at summer camp. <laughs> and so there's an entire episode devoted to them trying to figure out whether this kid really got a hand job. <laughs> interviewing people and uh doing like security cam footage and like they go to a um they go to this girl's like hookup list uh -huh. and try to find out if he's on it and it's it, they take it so seriously they're like did you get a hand job or not they're like yelling at this guy he's like yeah she gave me a hand job <laughs> and she says she didn't do it and it's this whole thing and it's it's also juvenile except for the way it's presented mm -hmm. they don't no one will no one laughs mm -hmm. at the jokes um, you know, they'll be, the kid will be like, I didn't draw the dicks. And everyone's like, yeah, you did draw the dicks. And no one like looks at the screen and laughs. There's no doots yeah. and no laugh track or anything like that. And so just the way it's presented is so freaking funny to me. Yeah. And it's pretty well acted. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a couple actors in here you've seen and stuff, but not a lot that you're going to recognize. I don't mm -hmm. think. Um, and it was just, it's, it's eight episodes. They're half an hour a piece. And you really have to keep watching. Like, at the end of an episode, they'll tease you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you just have to keep watching. Okay. And it's one of these shows, I, I give this a high recommendation for anyone who, if you like these true crime shows, uh -huh. you're going to like this. <laughs> if you like anything funny, you're going to like this. You have to be willing to laugh at a dick. Yeah. Um, that's that's one thing. Um, like, there's a, there's a storyline in this where the guy that they all think it is, is a he's a known dick drawer. <laughs> so like a prank he likes to pull is when a teacher leaves the room he'll draw a dick on the blackboard. Mm -hmm. Um but they do a thing where they analyze, they take samples of dicks he's drawn mm -hmm. and they compare them to the dicks on the cars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they're like, look at the way he draws the head. The cars have a mushroom head and ball and they don't have ball hairs, but he he draws them with ball hairs every time. And it's just like they go into that specific level of detail and like investigation. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, and it, it, the whole thing is hilarious. Yeah. I, I watch this. I watch it all on a plane, yeah. a couple planes. And I I like woke up the person next to me. I was laughing so hard at a couple of these things. It, it is hysterical. Uh, everyone should go watch this if you get a chance. And yeah. then tell me what you think uh, because I loved it. You know what it sounds like to me is almost like they took it, a premise for an episode of Community and made it into a, an eight eight episode. Yeah. Exactly like that. Like, reminds, that. like the, the the NAS crack bandit. Yeah. Like it reminds me if they did that, but over, yeah. you know, eight episodes. It is exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's great. It really is. That's funny. I, I gave my TV review. I don't want to disappoint the people though. I, I know that I, it's just a cheap imitation. I'm the RC Cola to your Pepsi or Coke, if you prefer that. Oh my God. Um, we got to give the people the real thing, man. <laughs> Hit a, we got a brand new TV corner this week. That's in my TV corner. Well, I mean, this is ongoing for about two months now, but I finished Sinner, the, the, the Sinner, sorry, with Jessica Biel. Um, so I don't know if I talked about it much. I think I talked about it a little bit on a previous one. It's After you had watched the first episode, yeah. it gave us a little tease. So the basic premise for this show, um, I mean, it's it, it's definitely a, a, you know, a mystery kind of that unravels itself over eight hours. Um, Jessica Biel, you can see from the... the the trailer that Jessica Biel kills someone on a beach, stabs him, and that's all you really get to start. Um, and and as the the series go by goes by, you figure out why she did it and how how it led to that point. So Jessica Biel stars in it. Bill Pullman, uh, he's kind of a old you know older school actor. Um, those are the two main. Really, everyone else is kind of on you know not big, um, but they're like the heart of the show. Those two. So. It's a really good mystery. I mean, you don't you, you get bits and pieces here and there, but even to the point where they will even switch things up on you. And it, it you know, it, for a mystery that kind of can get frustrating if you're watching it. It's where it's like, well, I thought this was this. It doesn't the, the way they do it though. It doesn't. It makes more sense when they do it that way. So it keeps you guessing the whole time. Even might be construed a cheap way, but it's it's cool. Um, Jessica Biel is outstanding in this show. She she does an awesome job. Um, I know she's kind of mixed between comedy and, and drama, and, and she's kind of she's not like a super great actress. This this would change that perception for a lot of people. I mean, she does she has a really interesting arc where she the beginning of the series she's kind of just like a zombie because you know she kills the guy and she doesn't know what's going on with her. She hears a song is what happens. She hears this song. 
playing and she's like yelling, stop playing the song, stop playing the song. And then she just stabs this guy like multiple times. That's pretty gruesome. And then, so she has no idea what's going on. She doesn't know why she killed him. She, at first, like she knows she killed him. So she gives up, you know, she's like, I, you know, whatever, you know, I did this. I deserve to be in jail. But then as more, she starts to remember more things. And now, and now she wants to learn more. And Bill Pullman, who is his name's he's Harry, Detective Harry, Jessica Beale's core is her name. Um, Detective Harry, I like to call him that. He, uh, he, uh, is, he's seeing that there's some, you know, some stuff going on. It's not right. So he's pulling more and more out of her and pushing her further and further. And they're, they both go through really interesting transformations, different, both really interesting arcs throughout the show. You know, she goes from being zombie to, you know, like realizing, Hey, you know, this isn't my fault. He's Bill Pullman, Detective Perry. He's, uh, he is like, his marriage is crumbling. And he's been, he's been, like, having weird torture sex with this woman, <laughs> this big woman. Um, you see his fingers are, like, scabbed over. Well, it turns out, like, this woman has been stepping on his fingers. And then they have sex. <laughs> it's weird. Huh. Um, so he is, but he's, I mean, obviously, like, a job like that, that messes with your head, you know? Talk about a finger bang. Oh, my God. <laughs> TV corner's done. My only regret is I didn't get to that quicker. It was there, but okay, go on. Okay, so I even wrote in here weird sex punishment thing. <laughs> um, so, but he's like, you know, he's like this grizzled detective, you know, one of the best out there type of thing, and he's like the only one that believes Cora, you know, throughout the entire time that she didn't really do it, you know. Um, but their relationship is the heart of the show. Like their their relationship grows. To by the point of the end, by the, by the point you get to the end, it's it's you know like you want to see more of those two together because, you know they really they helped each other, which was cool. Like you think that in that situation he would just help her, mm-hmm. but she she helps him because he believes in something, you know, and that's I didn't expect that out of the show. I, you know I expected it to just be like a you know kind of a cool mystery, but it really developed the characters super well in eight in eight episodes. They developed the characters really well, hmm. um, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, he pushes her to her limits quite a bit. Um, they, they're kind of pretty much the same person, you know, and, and, and in a lot of ways, um, uh, just how they, how they are as, you know, emotionally and, and things like that. Um, yeah, they, they throw some, so there's some unexpected turns. They throw, you know, red herrings at you here and there. I don't want to spoil anything because I would definitely recommend this show. Um, but you know, by the time you get to the end and they figure out what happened to her, it's pretty intense. It's there's some there's some crazy weird sex scenes in the show. Not even just him, not even just his weird punishment stuff, but like Cora. Um, she has she also has a sister who's like dying. So the reason it's called the Sinner is because Cora comes from a that's better word. Cora comes from a religious family, a very super religious family, and the daughter. Um, Cora's the daughter. The sister is is dying from some weird disease. Like she has a bunch of holes in her heart and stuff like that. So she's sick all the time. And like Cora, even when she's like seven, six or seven, her mom would punish her, saying that you're gonna kill your sister for eating chocolate, for example. Mm. So Cora's gr- you know grew up to be a sinner. You know she was oh, everything she does. She was a sinner, and that causes her to go out and kind of you know. Is it so so where wild oats? Is that the same? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rumspringa? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where some things take some turns and, and, and that type of thing. But um, it it does end in a very satisfying way uh, with a little hint of like oh you know like a little little punch at the end. Um, but I, I I loved it. I mean it was it was a really cool eight episode mystery drama even like a relationship. I mean it was, it was cool. It was really really cool. Hmm. Um, I definitely recommend it. Sounds like it's pretty cool and multifaceted. Um, so, double-sided question. Mm-hmm. Without giving too much away, mm-hmm. do you think there will be a season two? And then do you want there to be a season two? I I think they wrapped up in a way that it would be dumb to do it. I don't think they could. I mean, they could, but it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but they, you know, they, they leave some things... So they, they could they could do a show about the relationships, but that's not the point of the show. Right. You know, like that's a, a good part of it, and that uh, that adds substance to it. But the point of the show is to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. They didn't leave any questions 
an answer there. Okay. Um, they again they give you a little a little bit at the end, but you can create in your mind what happens to these characters. I don't want more. Like I love the characters, but I don't want any more. Okay. This is one that I kind of want to check out. Because um, yeah. it's nice and tight, eight episodes, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, and with it being on USA, it's technically, I mean, it's forty, it's like forty-five. Yeah, or whatever. so it's it's an e- it's it's an easy watch. I mean, again, there's some pretty disturbing stuff in there, um, but I mean, it's good. It's really good. Hmm. USA trying to swing for the fences. I yeah, guess, they got in between I'm, WWE. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, they. I mean, they got they got so this. I mean, obviously, they have Mr. Robot, which comes back soon. I'm so pumped. Um, they got some other they have one other show that i saw a trailer for a couple times now that's like kind of a dark looks like almost like a religious type show Mm. i think we we saw it when we were watching wrestling last night um i don't remember what that is but uh isn't queen of the south on there too yeah that i think that's done oh did they cancel it oh that one looked cool i kind of would have dug that but i never gave it a shot that's probably why they're canceling it (laughs) Because no one it's gave your it fault. a shot. Yeah, it's all my fault. Go away. If not, if if things I didn't watch got canceled, there would be no shows. Yeah. <laughs> but no, definitely check it out. I mean, it's it's super good. Well, good deal. A uh, lot of high praise for stuff in the Seth's TV corner yeah. and the Cody's cheap knockoff of Seth's TV corner. Yeah. Tony, Cody's TV closet. <laughs> a lot of we're not going to call it that. Yeah, we are. Lots of uh, lots of good stuff. Um, we're going to stick with TV uh, for the rest of the show, specifically. Gotta talk about the Emmys. Who's Emmy? It's been, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks since the Emmy Awards. Uh, Seth, I know you made your picks. Um, you watched the All Emmy show. Yeah. I didn't get to watch it. I yeah. know who won, but... Well, uh, first I first want to just kind of go over the show in general. Okay, let's is, do that first, this, then we'll talk picks. This is the first... I mean, this is the first Emmys I've watched in entirety, and even more than probably 10 minutes of. Because, I, I mean, i just never been really interested in it. But some of the notes I had, the first one... <laughs> It was the 69th Emmy Awards. Nice. nice. I even wrote that. <laughs> totally wrote it. So the op- the opening was, I mean, all these award shows have like really cool, weird, funny openings, especially the Colbert. I mean, it was going to be funny. So they had this this one where he sang, you know, did like a Broadway style, and he had a bunch of different TV stars and shows in it, Stranger Things, This Is Us, Westworld, tons of that stuff. It was pretty funny and, and cool. He came out at the end. Um, <laughs> he came out at the end, so it ended with a Handmaid's Tale, like a bunch of the girls were in the red dress, red dresses, and then they they came out to the stage, and then they ripped them off, and they were like in these like lingerie oh. things, and there's even dudes in them. <laughs> so they were all dancing around to that. That was pretty funny. Um, overall, the Colbert was really he's a really funny host. I mean, he's a funny dude. The thing I had problems. I don't want to talk about the Spicer thing at all because I got a lot of controversy. There was a lot of Trump though, and, and I expected that. But sometimes it was too much, and it's like I want to hear about, you know, like the TV shows and give me some jokes about that riff on riff on, you know, like the the celebrities there. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Trump. Yeah. The more we talk about him, the more he's just gonna mm-hmm. get a big head. So that kind of was annoying. Um, <laughs> a couple other things that were pretty funny. Um, the announcer on this thing. <laughs> You're he, telling me about the DJ Oh my guy? God. So he would like, he would announce like, you know, when someone like, for example, Nicole Kidman won, won, won an Oscar or an Oscar, an Emmy. And he would be like, this is Nicole Kidman's second Emmy nomination and first win. So that was, you know, that's a normal, you know, like an Oscar thing. But then every once in a while he would like scream. He'd be like, oh man, <laughs> this is Sterling K. Brown's first win. Yeah. Like he would be like that. And they would like pan to him in the back and he would be like next to his laptop and people would just walk by him like this crazy dude just screaming over here. Like what's going on? <laughs> but I have no idea who this guy was. I don't know if he's someone cool, but he sounded like a kid's choice awards announcer. <laughs> sounded like he could like John Cena's first orange blip, like stuff like that. <laughs> but that was really weird. Uh, the play. So, you know, like Oscars, you know, like the music they do, it's like very, you know, like, uh, you know, like nice. The ones for the Emmys were not nice. They would just be like, like. <laughs> so people would be giving their speeches and it would just all of a sudden be like, get off stage. <laughs> so that was, that seemed kind of, that kind of sucked for some people. So for example, Nicole, again, Nicole Kidman won and she was talking about domestic abuse, um, which that show is about, mm. um, I forget what it's called. Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. That show's about that. And great. Talk about that. I, I totally support that. But she got like 15 minutes to talk about it. Mm. Elizabeth Olsen goes up there and you know that show is also kind of similarly about that wins she wins like Elizabeth Moss Elizabeth Moss sorry Elizabeth Moss she wins 
one of the biggest awards of the night, and she gets played off in five minutes. Hmm. And Nicole Kidman won, like, for a limited series. Yeah. You know, like, that kind of annoyed me because I want to hear, uh, she, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, A, first time Moss. up there. Suck shit, Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> first time up there. And she is, you know, this is a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman's won a billion awards. It, that just kind of annoyed me. Yeah. You know. I can get with that. Same thing for Sterling K. Brown, too. He got, like, five minutes. He even got to the point where, like, they were playing him off, and he's like, no, I'm going to keep talking. And mm-hmm. then they cut his mic off. I'm like, really? Yeah. This is, the, this, this is this dude's first nomination and win. And he is, he you know, that show talked a lot about... You know, like be living, growing in that, growing in that situation, like not many people have done. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot to say about that, and, and he didn't get to say much. Yeah. That, that annoyed me. That really annoyed me. Yeah, that would piss me off too. Yeah. Um, more Trump shots. <laughs> one one thing that made me laugh super hard though. So there's a point where Dolly Parton came, comes up, and she, it, you know, that show Grace and Frankie or whatever on Netflix. Yeah. Um, those two actresses and then her were on a show together, Dolly Parton. And she talks about how she really wanted a Grace and Frankie vibrator from a gift bag. Talking about vibrators, really weird, right? Huh. So a segment or two later, <laughs> Stephen Colbert comes up on stage and he's holding this box and he's going, uh. <laughs> and he's like, Dolly Parton, I have a gift for you. <laughs> I had started dying. I thought it was hilarious. I, that, he's like, Colbert is, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's such a funny dude. Like, And he's quick, on, he's so quick. With stuff, I I mean, he's he's great. So I would love to see him host again. As long as I mean, again, his thing is Trump shots right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could see him doing it for a long time too. So those are some of the general things I had, and I'll talk a little bit more about some other some other things here and there. But so um, I know we won't get into the political side of the Spicer thing, mm-hmm. but I heard about what happened. I thought it was really funny, at least. Yeah, that that's the problem though. Is if you think it's funny, you're you're not supposed to think it's funny. You're thinking, you know, that that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that he did was um, he rode in on a podium Segway on wheels, mm-hmm. which is the Melissa McCarthy joke that they've been making on SNL. Um, and uh, I, I think it was really unexpected, and people didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Melissa McCarthy's know. mouth was halfway on the ground. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. I. I don't know. Draw your own conclusions yeah. about that stuff, but uh, worth noting, I think. Um, so I'll just go. I mean, I wrote down all the notable ones in order um, that, that happened on the show. Some, some of my thoughts about it. Um, John Lithgow won for supporting for the crown. Uh, wasn't super shocked, um, but I, you know, the there was the dad from This Is Us um, in there, um, and then also Jonathan Banks, who was Better Call Saul guy. Mm. I was kind of rooting for them, but I'm not shocked by Lithgow. Um, Kate McKinnon. One for best supporting actress, which was great. Um, it was all it was all SNL people pretty much. Yeah. Um, and but she was super emotional uh, about it, and I, I, it was her. I think it was her second. Her second, one. I think she won last yeah. year. Yeah. But uh, you know that that was pretty cool. Um, Donald Glover won for directing for an episode. He he cleaned up. He did a good did a job, but um, he was pretty shocked he even won that. And uh, you know I, I'm happy that he that he's getting credit for that. So. Um, he won for the episode was the one I was talking about when I talked about Atlanta, where they were on a uh, it was like a, a like a Larry King type of interview mm-hmm. show, but on like the black entertainment television type thing. It, that was a hilarious episode. That was one of my favorites. And he doesn't even really act in that episode. <laughs> he, no, he's he not in that at all. It. Yeah, no, that's it's just cool. Paperboy in that one. Paperboy. SNL won for Variety Sketch Show again. Not surprising, they won yeah. a billion times. And even uh, Lauren Michaels came up, talked, and he. Uh, you said, <laughs> I never thought we'd win after the first one. And we've won a billion years. One that was nominated, that surprise, though, Billy on the Street. Billy that got nominated? Yeah, I was pretty happy. Good for that show. We love that show. Yeah, Billy Eichner was, was there, too, and he he had a little funny thing with uh, with Colbert at the beginning. So I like that he's getting more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Alec Baldwin, of course, won for being Trump. He had, <laughs> So there was this whole thing they talked about with Trump, about how he... <laughs> He even did an interview. They they showed a really funny clip too. I forgot to write this down. Showed a funny clip about how um, during the <laughs> during the presidential debates, um, Hillary brought up that Trump had tweeted and was like off the handle about not winning an Emmy for The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So during during that, she's talking about it, and she, you know he's she says that, and he goes she, she goes. Uh, Trump, Trump is over here. He is, you know, upset he didn't win the the Emmys. You know how many years ago? And he goes, "Yep, I should have won." 
Like, in the middle, like, when she's saying this, yeah, they should have won. It was mine. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, they show this, and, and they, and they you know, people are laughing, you know, hysterically because, you know, he, he in the middle of a presidential debate, he does that. <laughs> and so Alec Baldwin wins, comes up, and he goes, at last, Mr. President, here's your Emmy. <laughs> so that was really good. I thought that was hilarious. Gosh. But, uh, so that was cool. I'm glad he won. Um, he had a nice little speech about, you know, just in America in general and, mm. and you know, how, fun, how much fun he had. One that uh, one that you I'm sure are excited about um, last week tonight won a couple of awards. I don't know what they call it, but like the late night show talk show or whatever. They won two actually. What was the second one? They won for writing. Ah, okay. And for um, the best show. Yeah. So that is, and you know, so they're up against like Kimmel and uh, Colbert and those kind of shows. Yeah. Um, if you, I I've said this two or three times on the podcast. If you are not watching Last Week Tonight, please start watching Last Week Tonight. It is hilarious. It's informative. Um, and every week it's something new. And I, I so look forward. It's one of the very few shows I keep up with. Yeah. And uh, it's excellent. So this past episode that just aired, mm-hmm. um, they had a... Um, they do like cutaways and jokes that they make on the show. Mm-hmm. And have you ever seen Mad Money? It's, uh, it's a CNN show yeah. or C-SPAN or whatever the hell. Yeah. And it's this guy that's yelling about finance. Mm-hmm. And he has this big soundboard mm-hmm. and he pushes the buttons and it goes like doing, doing, doing and stuff. Yeah. And uh, they were making fun of him as part of a bigger joke. Yeah. And um, Oliver goes, you know what's a dangerous thing to do is put yourself on TV pushing buttons. Because anyone could take the video of that and just put whatever audio they want on top of that button. Yeah. And he said, we're a highly respected show, so we would never do something like that. Except we did. <laughs> and then they cut back to the same clip, and the guy yells something and pushes a button, and it's a fart noise. <laughs> and then it cuts back to Oliver, and he's got his Emmy in his hand, yeah. and he's just grinning like an asshole. <laughs> because that's how they get an Emmy. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was so hilarious. Yeah. And that show is so well-deserving of that Emmy, so I was really, really glad that they won. So... He was hilarious too, because he he came up twice. Obviously, the first one he came up for the writing. So Oprah's front center, right in the front of the mic, and he goes, "I don't even know how to thank." You know, he's thanking all these people. I'm gonna thank Oprah because she is sitting right here, and it seems wrong not to. He said, <laughs> and then then later, um, so she's not there the second time. She she's getting up because she does a, she presents, and, and he's like, he's like. I was going to mention Oprah again, but she's not there, so I'm going to thank her seat filler instead. <laughs> he's he's just so funny. And then people people kept following, too. They kept, uh, you know, like, oh, thank Oprah. <laughs> but he, he was definitely, the, like, the whole, he was one of the, probably the funniest dude, other than Colbert there. That guy kills me. Yeah. Um, some other winners here. Um, supporting, supporting actress for a drama. Um, Anne Dowd. She is the woman... Like the the evil woman from Handmaid's Tale. Ah, okay. This started the Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, like run. Yeah, yeah, they they dominated the Emmys. Um, she was she hasn't she's not really known super well. I mean, she I think she's respected and has done things, but she's not like mainstream known. Mm-hmm. And she was really emotional. She was like one of the most emotional of the night, and it was really cool. Um, Elizabeth Moss <laughs> was front front like pretty front up there too, and and like they were kind of you know they were. Sentence, you know, back and forth to each other, like, oh, thank you, know, thank you, good job, blah blah blah. So that was cool. After that, Aziz and I, what's Lena? Lena, I don't remember her last name. But uh, they won for the writing of the Thanksgiving episode of Master None, which is one of my favorite episodes of TV. It was excellent. It was super good. Um, then Donald Glover. So this gets kind of into some of the more big ones. So Donald Glover wins for best comedy actor. Um, I was kind of uh, he was he was shocked. Really, he didn't know he didn't he had no idea he was gonna win, um, and he was really genuine about it because I know there was some drama about with him at the Golden Globes, right? Did you, did you say that? I don't remember. Some people were kind of upset by him winning or whatever, but he was he was excited, shocked, and he was genuinely like you know pleased that he won, and and I was happy. I mean, I'm, I'm I picked him um, as one of mine. I think I picked him as, as yeah. One, so I was excited he won. Um, Julie Dreyfus, no shock there. She won Best Actress. Um, she she came up there and talked about you know being the last season. You know they they were kind of kind they're all kind of sad. Um, she said that um, she made a really funny comment that this season they initially this this past season that just aired 
there was a talk of doing an impeachment storyline. <laughs> and she goes, uh, you know, there's a storyline about impeachment, but abandon it because someone else might get to it first. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, and then right after that, Veep wins Best Comedy, which actually, that kind of shocked me. Um, I did not pick that. Because I remember you saying, yeah, like, I want to know your thoughts. You remember you saying it wasn't very good. It wasn't as good as seasons past. Mm -hmm. And I know they've won once or twice at least before. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely thought she would win. She's fantastic. Yeah. I didn't think the show, it was a big, I mean, you had uh, Master of None and Atlanta. I thought were both really strong contenders. Um, And and a couple other really really good ones that are escaping my brain right now. Um, yeah, and I thought it was a down season in general for Veep, so a um, mm-hmm. little surprised at that one. Especially with how strong Master of None was. Silicon Valley was also great. I mean, yeah. it was it was a really great, mm-hmm. you know, set of them. I think, though, that that could be why Veep won. Um, you know, you have so many good, really good ones, mm-hmm. and then you just pick the one that everyone know, knows wouldn't surprise yeah. anyone. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned... Uh, the impeachment storyline, because I remember in a in a prior year that she had won, I don't know if it was last year, mm-hmm. but I think it was, she won and she said, um, you know, our show is about a bunch of idiots in Washington being really vulgar and, and doing a bunch of crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a documentary. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to be satire, people. And, that's funny. And so it sounds like it was a similar joke with the impeachment thing, so yep. that's funny. Yeah, she's pretty funny. So we kind of talked about that. Then they went into drama leads. Uh, Sterling K. Brown was first. Um, he was, I mean, he was super grateful, too. Um, I picked him. Um, he thanked the whole cast um, of the show. Um, he was hilarious, too. He's a really funny dude. Um, and then he got played off, which, again, pissed me off. I wrote some notes about that. I already talked about that. Um, then Elizabeth Moss um, was next. She won Best Actress. I think I picked that as well. I think you did. Yeah. Um I wasn't really surprised by that. I mean, her her speech was rushed. She was she was like going through it quick because she knew she didn't have much time left. This by the time that she came on, they had like seven minutes left of the show. Mm-hmm. It's like I really wanted to hear more from her because that role is super deep. Yeah, and I know she had to go to some dark places to do that that role. Um, so I wanted to hear more from her and less from Nicole Kidman. <laughs> um, then then finally, Handmaid's Tale, which was not a pick for me at all. I said I wouldn't be surprised, but. I also am not expecting it to. I wasn't expecting it to win because it was such a, you know, dark and deep show. Mm-hmm. It's tough to watch. Um, well, I know a lot of people. And I think you also picked This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I think it was the favorite going in, and it's a lot more lighthearted and fun and happy. Yeah. It's sad. I think in general, yeah, uh, more feel good. I should say, yeah, feel good than uh, than Handmaid's Tale. So yeah, that was I thought a weird a weird choice. Yeah, but. From your review of it, it's, it's really it's, well deserved. It's a really good show. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not mad that it won at all. I mean, I honestly, you know, I love This Is Us, but like this show, it's really cool that this show won mm-hmm. because it's such a. I mean, the book came out in '85, and I think it was ahead of its time because I mean, it's it's really something that could. I mean, unfortunately, it's something that could probably realistically happen, mm-hmm. and it's sad, and so that. The fact that it has such a, a big platform now, like the author was there, Margaret Atwood, she was there, and she's like super old. Huh. Um, and they were thanking her and giving her hugs and stuff too. And you know, it's 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 an important show just because it's like it shows like an extreme version of even what America was two hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and that women have a way bigger role in society than than what people see. You mm-hmm. know, like than what what the what people saw back then and what people you know realized but yeah it's it's super good show and it, it deserves to have attention so i'm glad it won um again i was expecting this is us and that was my favorite show but because i mean i didn't feel terrible after watching it but um no i'm glad it won i'm glad handmaid's tale won and deserved to win it well crazy um the uh amazon amazon streaming they had ham- was that a ham- or was it hulu hulu it was hulu mm-hmm. had handmaid's tale they win best Com, or best uh, drama. drama series, mm-hmm. and then you had um, Affleck won best actor at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So the streaming, you know, and you've had, uh, you know, your House of Cards and and uh, you know your Stranger Things getting nominated. Yeah. So these streaming services are really starting to swing for the fences. Yeah, there wasn't. I mean, and they're hitting with some of these awards now because there was. I mean, the only ones that really, I guess, Rizamed won for. I guess we talked about that. Rizamed won for. Uh, best actor in a li- limited series for Night of, and that's HBO. Yep, um, which is more of a streaming service now than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. You had, I mean, Nicole Kidman won for 
Big Big Little Lies. I don't remember which what one best limited series. I can't remember. I think it was Big Little Lies. Was it? Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, it was because Reese 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 without her spoon is up there. <laughs> um. Yeah, and she did she did most speech. So that that one too. So, but they're not really about this. I mean, this their series aren't doing as well. I mean, the only one that's nominated for best. I guess they had a couple comedies. Mm-hmm. Um. But like normally they're their bread and butter is dramas mm-hmm. and the only one i can think of was westworld westworld was did. a big one this year you i think you would have seen game of thrones mm-hmm. and i'll be amazed if they don't clean up yeah next summer um so because of the weird timing they weren't you eligible what, though, for this year the, i remember i mean i've talked to some people and seen online like this season from what i've seen i didn't watch it but from what i've seen online it wasn't as as good hmm. um I, i'm sure it'll win a bunch in its last season but yeah. Well, I think um, even just the little bits of it that I've seen, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, they throw a huge budget to that show. I mean, each of these episodes looks like a film. Yeah. And uh, it's really, really well acted and really well shot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not down with the the fantasy dragons BS um, (laughs) like some people are, but, um, you know, it's it's an achievement, Mm -hmm. I think, in TV. Yeah. Um, And of course, it's HBO, so it's not TV. Yeah. uh, Still really cool. Um, but yeah, the advent of the streaming services and the online-only stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, Chance the Rapper won a Grammy for his uh, uh, streaming-only album last year. Did first he? time that happened. So it's really interesting to see where this kind of stuff goes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that like This Is Us is still here to keep like the networks yeah. represented. And they're doing... I mean, you don't see many like anymore anyway. Like Even the last like five, ten years, you don't see a whole lot of network dramas. Mm-mm. Um, and, and they did really well. I was they didn't get any awards at all. Um, I expect you know I expected at least maybe. Well, no, they did. They got Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. So, um, but I expected maybe Chrissy Metz, who is the the lead. Um, I guess she's technically supporting those three series four, but she's like the main girl in the mm-hmm. show. Um, I thought her. I thought she, maybe she would win, but you know whatever. Justin Hartley was there, but he wasn't. He wasn't nominated <laughs> for anything. He would have went up there if if they would have won. It was really nice too. Sterling K. Brown. He. Uh, even like the the guy who played his dad was there, and he'd never been really nominated for anything. Um, and he, you know, said, "You deserve, you know, all all the accolades that you're getting, and you did an outstanding job." So he thanked him for teaching him stuff, and that was cool. Like Sterling K. Brown was super grateful for everyone around him, mm-hmm. and they all were like really happy when he won. Chrissy Metz got up and hugged him and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, good. Uh, I still need to start that show. I'm dreading it because I know I'm gonna get sad and cry and then really happy yeah, and cry, gonna cry again. I'm gonna lose weight, <laughs> but definitely really happy to see Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, um, I was really excited. All right, well that's gonna be the show. Hey, uh, make sure you're going out to YouTube. Check us out on uh, not only the Soko Show YouTube but also the Jared Buck and Doll channel. Last weekend uh, we all went to Kingsman, so you're gonna you can check out the ride home from that as well as Jared's review. This weekend we're gonna go see. Um, Flatliners is coming out and also American Made with Tom Cruise I'm much more excited for American Made with Tom Cruise but um, I think we'll eventually try to get to Flatliners I can't get to Flatliners because I'm the whole time I'm going to think of Bill Hader <laughs> on a <laughs> pop star pop star yeah <gasps> oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If you haven't seen Popstar and don't get Seth's joke, then go watch that Popstar because it is hilarious. Yeah. One of the best comedies, I, th- I think, in a couple years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to try to check uh, check those movies out. So keep an eye out for the ride home from those. Um, I guess with Movie Pass, it makes sense to go. Yeah. We'll have, uh, we'll have a ton more news from all the major categories next week we're also hoping uh to have a little fun with our good friend mike mm-hmm. on his wedding day this weekend hopefully we can get him uh get mike on the mic and uh pick his brain a little okay. bit maybe we'll talk about our some of our favorite romantic movies or uh favorite wedding episodes in tv some of that yeah, some of that stuff he'll pick all how about your mother he probably will definitely pick um, your mother. <laughs> we can also potentially like what if what if we hear like the last moments before you know he decides to run away forever like That'd be a good episode. <laughs> of course, that would be evidence. We probably wouldn't get to yeah. post it. But he, what if, what if he's just like, oh man, oh man, I can't do it, and then you hear like, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have the exclusive breaking news. <laughs> we we chase him around with the laptop and mic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I, here's sincerely uh, is hoping that that's not going to happen, no, I, and it will not. No, uh, Mike is uh, Mike is excited to dive into uh, to being married. Marriage, so yeah. we're. 
we're excited for him, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to him this week. Mike, I know you're listening to this, so we're excited to get get up to a wine and see you. Um, I'm but excited yeah. to dive into the the beer. Oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> uh, swim in pool full of liquor and dive in it like Kendrick. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Hey, make sure you do all the usual stuff. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitter, SoCo underscore show. Send us your nudes. Send us... <laughs> what? All right. Send us, well, if you're going to send nudes, send it to our Gmail account. That's SoCoShow91 at gmail.com. Uh, don't tweet your nudes. That'd be weird. No, tweet your nudes. I'll retweet them. <laughs> if you haven't yet, make sure you're subscribed to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And uh, comment and rate us on those, especially if you're on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Um, if you're not going to give us a five-star rating, don't rate us at all. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be the show. And we're going to be back next week. This is Cody Michael for Seth Ott signing off. We'll see you next week. Bye. Boom, boom, scat. Boom, scat.